When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Movie Trivia Schmodown. It's the ultimate Schmodown. The singles tournament continues, and the rookies just keep coming. This is a third-round match. It's between two rookies that have really caught fire this season. You've got the Boston badass, Paige Frabetti, who pulled up one of the major upsets by, by beating Ben Bateman. And then downtown Griffey Nooms, who has made a, an absolute incredible statement in general from the free-for-all uh, his record in singles he's 4-0 and now he he's made it now to, he's do, doing well in, in teams it, it, the guy has not lost a match yet um but he's going up against a tough competitor here in page for betty mark this is going to be solid yeah, we saw downtown dominate in the undercard in Brooklyn. It was a live event, and the lights shone bright. There was a lot of pressure. He looked like he wasn't feeling any of that. But then you talk about the Boston badass Paige for Betty pulling off a major upset, showing Ben Bateman who is boss. And so, like you said, Christian, it's two rookies who have always showed an ability to know movie trivia, but the way that they play the game seems to improve and get more streamlined with each outing. This is going to be one that could go down to the wire. It's going to be intense, and you knew that because after Griffey Nooms did what he did against Josh Horowitz, who is an incredible competitor, and he knocked him out, Paige for Betty showed up in New York, was not nervous, and just basically told Griffey Nooms, we're going at it. They already exchanged words. They're exchanging more words. They've been exchanging words on social media. Look, a lot of talk from, from Dagnino, a lot of talk from Sam, a lot of talk from Paige, and a lot of talk from News. These are four people who like to talk a lot, Mark. <laughs> they, didn't think. they got announcers who like doing the same thing. And so when it all comes down to it, only one of them is going to emerge and be able to take on William the Beast Bibiani. And so you know that that's going to be something in the back of both of their minds is that right. we've seen them beat legends of the game already this season. But who's going to get the chance to take down the Beast? You always want to win a schmodown, but when that is the prize, getting to play somebody like that who's been a mythological figure forever in the league, it adds a little extra spice. It does, and it's it's it, this is where it starts to get even more real. You know, in back in the day, it was three rounds. You get to three rounds, you win your third match, and you go to the finals. Well, you, the, in this one, you get to the semifinals, and it's going to be and it, and like as you said, you're awaiting a beast at the end of it. But it's a good match. I'm ready to go. How about you? Let's get it on, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Three rounds in the Ultimate Schmodown Singles Tournament. Introducing first, representing the usual suspects with a record of three wins, one defeat. She is the Boston 
Badass Paige Frobetti. Paige Frobetti is here. She is ready. She is confident. She is ready to take on downtown Griffey Nooms. The Boston Badass awaits. And her opponent representing the Finstock Exchange with a record of four wins, no defeats, and one knockout. He is downtown Griffey Nooms. Downtown Griffey Nooms now with the signature jacket, the signature hat, the gloves, the undefeated rookie coming in here ready for the Boston Badass. Hey gang, Mark Ellis here. Well, if you're like me, you're busy, you're on the go a lot, and you enjoy nothing more than the companionship of an audiobook, an ebook, a magazine. Well, now Scribd is making it easier than ever to select the right one. So you think about how streaming is revolutionizing our lives when it comes to watching TV shows or movies. Now Scribd has done that for audiobooks or ebooks or magazines. It's all in one amazing library. And the best part is it's only $9.99 a month. And here's what I love about Scribd is that I'm a big history guy, so I want to read biographies. Maybe something that happened in the past can inform my decision-making about the future, Marty. And so right now you can go to Scribd.com. That's S-C-R-I-B-D. Scribd with a D at the end. Scribd.com slash trivia for your own 60-day free trial. Then after that, it's only $9.99 a month for their wonderful service. And again, they have smart recommendations. They have editor's picks that are going to curate your own set of library picks. And so instead of just wandering through an endless sea of books that maybe you'd be interested in, Scribd helps you out. They cut out a lot of middlemen and they say this is something that is going to be right up your alley. It's worth for me. And you all know I'm not a fast reader, but man, do I love listening to audiobooks with Scribd. Again, that's S-C-R-I-B-D, Scribd.com slash trivia for your own 60-day free trial and after that it's only $9.99 a month it's a wonderful service and right now it's at your fingertips one more time scribd.com slash trivia and tell them baby carrot sent you all right mark our competitors are here the badass downtown they are ready to go what are the rules round number one I like these two monikers a lot. Round number one works as thus. Eight questions from many different corners of movie trivia showdown know-how will emerge. Each question's worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question, and there is no stealing. At least there isn't in round number one. We'll ask a question. You have 15 seconds to get that correct answer. Let me ask you by name or nickname. Probably nicknames. I like these two nicknames. Please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your attempt into the microphone. Again, question's worth a point. Each competitor has three usages of the JTE rule. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a jeté rule. That's also your repeat. Just each have one challenge you may utilize at any point. Throughout the three-round match, we'll bring in managers. They will deliberate, I'm sure, and it will ultimately be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. Christian, we're beeping, we're whirling, and I think we're just about ready to go. Griffey Nooms, are you ready? <coughs> I am ready. Paige for Betty, are you ready? I was born ready. Let's do this. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Three rounds. First category, directors. Who directed the 1998 conspiracy thriller Snake Eyes, starring Nicolas Cage? 
dare say that's not about a certain G.I. Joe character. All right. Good. Five, four, three. Chemistry. Two, one. Pens down. Start with Griffey Noobs. Holy mackerel. Brian De Palma's the answer. Yes, it is. I Paige. Have, I should switch to a darker pen color. I'm going to do that. He should do that. But unfortunately, I did not have that. Paige did not have it. All right. So here is the second question. Moving up by one. Here we go. It's in the category of the 1980s. Will Christian respond to my witty banter here? John Hughes wrote what? 1988 film starring Dan Aykroyd, Annette Bening, and John Candy. And Christian, you got to think, where were you in 1988? He's stoning me, folks. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. We start with Paige. It is the great outdoors. That is correct. And Griffey Nooms. Yeah, it's the opposite of my opinion. I'm more of an indoor guy, but the movie's called The Great Outdoors. All right, that's it. Question three. Action adventure. Clive Owen, Brian Cox, and Walton Goggins appear in which film in the Bourne franchise? Remember those two raccoons in The Great Outdoors? Hysterical. That was exactly what I was thinking of. got him back. Yeah, that's us. And that's 11. Never mind. Five, oh, four, three, two, one. The pens are down, so we go to downtown Griffey News. Uh, I believe the answer is the born identity. Yes, and Paige. It is my identity, the born identity. Okay, here is the next question mark. Question, uh, question four. It's in the category of remakes and reboots, and we go to this query for a point. Who directed the 2011 remake of Footloose, starring Julianne Huff and Kenny Wormel? You and I saw this one together back mm-hmm. when we were apparently friends. Back in the day. <laughs> I don't know what Five, I did. Four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up, please. And we start with Paige. I don't have it, unfortunately. And Griffey Nooms. Uh, he's a filmmaker I think most people would guess is African-American from the rest of his filmography, but he is as white as the lead character of Footloose. I accidentally scrubbed off part of it, but his name's Greg- Craig Brewer. Yes, that is correct. All right. E-R-E-W-E-R. I, I did Can you show us your, your gloves to make sure that there, there's some sort of ink on your gloves? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he only wrote Greg Uwer. So, I, I, so. Mm. You, if you, I mean, it's that's it's up. He had it. All right, here we go. Question. Here's the next question. It's four two at the moment. Question five. Famous actors and actresses. Which actor appears in the films Stand by Me, Sixteen Candles, and Identity? Go get something to eat after this, Christian. Maybe get a beer, catch up. I'd love that. I'm back. I'm in the fall. Time to five, four, three, two, one. Ben's down, and we go to downtown. Griffey News. Uh, clean gloves, uh, writing intact. I believe the answer is John Cusack. We yes. can see that just fine. How about for Betty? It is 
the John Cusack. All right, still a two-point ball game here as we get into your next category, and that would be, let's hear some laughs for comedies. I believe at least two of those three laughs. Here we go with a question. Barry Sonnenfeld directed this 1995 crime comedy starring John Travolta as a mobster breaking into the film industry. Kind of the life story of a guy right next to me. Are you watching a baseball game? Yeah. Uh, repeat the question. First one. That's first JC rule. Two remaining categories comedies. The question Barry Sonnenfeld directed this 1995 crime comedy starring John Travolta as a mobster breaking into the film industry. So, Boston and New York represented here. New York seems to be ready. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. And we start with Paige. I don't think it's right. I will be cool. That's incorrect. And Griffey News? Is in fact the prequel to Be Cool, Get Shorty. Yes, that is. Gotta love it. 6 3 (laughs) at the moment. And now we do question seven fantasy sci fi. Scarlett Johansson stars opposite Juliet Binoche and Michael Pitt. In what sci-fi action film from director Rupert Sanders? Sub Schmodown question for Christian. Can you name the rock star that was in Be Cool? Alice Looking for Steven Tyler. Five. Close. Four. Two. One. Pens down, please. And we start with Griffey Nunes. That's a movie that Scarlett Johansson adamantly defends her right to have been in called Ghost in the Shell. Yes. And Paige. I am not in my shell, the ghost in the shell. All right, last question here in round number one. However, Griffey Nooms at the moment, perfect. If he gets this, he'll get a bonus question. Here we go. Yeah, it's a three-point ball game right now. Nooms has not missed yet. Your final category is in the world of black cinema. And here's the question. Which former sitcom actress plays the character of Dominique LaRue in the 1989 crime comedy Harlem Nights? Both look a little stumpy. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, there you go. You got it in just in the nick of time. We will award it. The category is Black Cinema. The question, which former sitcom actress plays the character of Dominique LaRue in the 1989 crime comedy Harlem Nights? Put your hands up after you write, please. A lot of questions about crime comedy. Also called papers. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. And Paige, start with you. I did not have it. I only wrote down Lisa. Murphy Nooms? I believe I'm very wrong. I wrote down Mabel King. Looking for Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy. So no perfect rounds. No perfect rounds in that one. It is 7-4. 7-4 as we now get to the round number two. It's the wheel round. Still anyone's ball game in the heated rivalry between New York and Beantown. In round number two, it's the wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, and justice. Each competitor is going to get a spin at the wheel once they settle on a particular realm. 
four questions will emerge. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question, but stealing, remember how it wasn't legal before? It's legal now. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question proceeds to one. Downtown Griffey Nooms, you have a slightly different name when you're playing teams. Right now, it's you and just you. So would you like to spin first or defer to your opponent to the slight northeast? Uh, I would like to defer. All right, the wheel is now up. Page for Betty will be spinning, and here is the spin. All right, round and round it goes. This wheel, Christian. Spin that partner round and round. Not going to be... Back to remakes and reboots. Okay. Honestly, I don't mind it at all. I like everything on this wheel. It is a wider... Act not even that wide of a category, so... Right. So, we've, we've studied this. You've yeah. done very well when we've studied it. So, if you want to stick with it, I'm good. If you want to spin again, there's nothing on here that gives me pause. So, this is a 50-50. However you feel, there's yeah, no wrong answer. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'll take it, because opponent's choices out there, even though whatever they give me, I'd be fine with. But I'll take it. You would have given you remakes and reboots, so... Let's All do right. it. All right, so now we have Paige for Betty, who is going to be answering four questions in you the realm. See those hands from both competitors, please. Yeah. In, the, in the realm of remakes and reboots, here is the first question. Paige, in the 2001 remake of Planet of the Apes, who played the ape Fade? Fade was multiple choice, please. Is it A, Tim Roth, B, Paul Giamatti, C, Michael Clark Duncan, or D, David Warner? I believe it was B. B is incorrect. So we're going to give you the question here. Griffey Nooms, in the 2001 remake of Planet of the Apes, who played the ape Fade? Is it A, uh, Tim Roth, B, Paul Giamatti, C, Michael Clark Duncan, or D, David Warner? I believe it is A, Tim Roth as the villainous Thade. That is correct for one point. It's a big steal in this match, Christian. All right, here is question number two. Bruce Greenwood... Paul Rudd and Zach Galifianakis star in what 2010 comedy remake directed by Jay Roach? That is Dinner for Schmucks. That is correct for two points. All right, here is question number three. What horror remake? was co-written by Frank Darabont and takes place in the small town of Arborville, California. Five. Is that the blob? Correct for two points. It's a good pull there, and that pulls her even with Griffey Nooms downtown. Griffey Nooms, eight to eight. For Betty's got one question remaining in round two. All right, here's your final question. Paige, 
who voiced the character of Chucky in the 2019 remake of Child's Play? That is Mark Hamill. For two more points. All right. So Paige for Betty has a good round there. 10-8. 10-8 at the moment. So Griffey Nooms now is going to have an opportunity to spin. And here we go. Here is the wheel, and here is the spin. Round and round it goes. Ah. Let's go. Jim Henson. Jim Henson. All right. So, movies. Kind of know what we want to do here, don't we? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. We would like to play this, please. We're going to play that. We're going to play that. All right. Jim Henson, it is. All right. Here we go. Griffey Newm's going to get four questions in the realm of Jim Henson films. We know him, we love him, Jim Henson. Uh, downtown Griffey Nooms, who we, I guess, love both competitors equally. He finds himself trailing Paige for Betty the Boston Badass by two, looking to even the score with question one. In the world of Jim Henson, what Robert Louis Stevenson adventure novel was adapted into a Muppets film starring Tim Curry and Billy Connolly? Uh, that is Treasure Island. That's who we asking book questions that it's it's correct for two points. I guess it is a movie trivia question, and now we are tied at the top. Your next question is Who co-directed The Dark Crystal with Jim Henson? Uh, that would be the great Frank Oz. Two more points, and downtown Griffey Nooms has himself a lead once again. Here is next question and it is which actor plays Murray Plotsky a con artist who pretends to be a Broadway producer in The Muppets Take Manhattan Uh, I'd like to go multiple choice please I can provide that four options for the point here it is is it A. Mel Brooks B. Dom DeLuise, C. Charles Grodin, or D. Dabney Coleman? I believe the answer is D. Dabney Coleman. A great actor we don't talk about enough these days. That is correct for a point, and Newman now builds a lead to three points. And he still has one final question remaining in round number two, and it is. Who directed the 2018 film The Happy Time Murders? Regrettably, the answer to this question is, in fact, Brian Henson. That's two more points, and that is an impressive round for really both competitors here, Christian. For Betty gives away a one-point steal, but we still have us a tight matchup here. It's a five-point lead for downtown Griffey Nooms over the Boston Badass as we head into round number three. All right, so round number three, and we are going to get into this final round. Mark, what are the rules? I will provide those for everybody watching, particularly the competitors and managers and my co-host. Here we go in round number three, the round that will determine the match. Three questions will emerge for each of you. Total of 10 points is available for each competitor in round number three. We got those questions by your help. You're going to give us three numbers. These numbers may range from 1 to 20. Each number corresponds to a unique category of Schmodown mystery. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one, three points. Your final question, five big points. 
And once again, there is no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three, though JTE rules and challenges still apply. Downtown Griffey Nooms, you find yourself enjoying a five-point lead currently, so you have the luxury of giving us your three lucky numbers first from one to 20. What feels fortunate? Uh, my three luckiest numbers are one, nine, and 19, please. Nine and 19 for Nooms and for Paige. I will do four, eight, and 12. We start here with Paige for Betty. Paige, you chose category four. That will give you Tom Hanks. Also known as America's dad. Not a grandpa. Well, maybe he is. I don't know. It, it, Tom Hanks is popular, and you now have a question about him, and it could pull you within three of downtown Griffey Noom's lead. Here's the question. Tom Hanks plays the role of washed-up Jimmy Dugan in what film? Oh, that is Castaway. Incorrect. Looking for a league of their own. A league of their own. Of their own. He liked to drink and hit home runs. And so now it is still a five-point ball game. So anything can happen. But we stick with the Boston Badass, who now has a chance to cut the lead to two. All right. So Paige still, now she's got to answer her three-point question mark. She has category eight. She's back to remakes and reboots. That's right. Remakes and reboots once again. And here we go for three points your question cut the lead to two who plays Molina a member of the resistance and the love interest of Colin Farrell's Quaid in the 2012 film Total Recall that is Jessica Biel all right so here is where he is that's correct and so now it's just a two-point ball game if for Betty can hit this five-pointer, she is not only going to avoid the TKO, she's going to put some pressure on downtown Griffey Nooms. Christian, what number did she select? Mark, she chose category 12. That gives the realm of the 2000s. The 2000s. Realm of the 2000s. A few movies were made then. And here's your question. Five points for the lead to avoid the TKO. Here it is. Gwyneth Paltrow, Christina Applegate, and Mark Ruffalo star in what 2000s rom-com? Repeat the question. Second one. Second one. Still with one remaining. Categories the 2000s. Gwyneth Paltrow, Christina Applegate, and Mark Ruffalo star in what 2000s romantic comedy? Five. Four. Three. Repeat the question. Last one. All right. That's it for JTE rules. The categories of 2000s. The question Gwyneth Paltrow, Christina Applegate, and Mark Ruffalo star in what 2000s romantic comedy? Great match, Griffin. 13 going on 30. 
And your winner, by way of technical knockout, Downtown Griffin Nooms. Griffin Nooms picks up yet another TKO, KOs, Horowitz, and then TKO of the Boston Badass. All we do. A performance by Nooms. He's going on to the semifinals to play the Beast. Congratulations, gentlemen. We'll see you in the winner's circle with... Nice one up. up again. I found... I think that's the mark right there on my pinky from when I wiped off the board. It was The answer view was... from the top. View from the top. Ooh, view from the top. shallow top. View from the top was the answer. All right. So with that, we are going to send them on over to Steph Sabra. And congratulations. All right. Gucci Newman, congratulations. Now 5-0. and Yeah, crack that drink open. Get ready to celebrate because that was an epic win and fight to the end. How are you feeling now 5-0 and and heading to the semifinals? I'm feeling good. I like winning and I hate losing. And uh, so far, uh, that, that's been working out for me. I will say, you know, Paige is a great competitor. Uh, when she beat Bateman, People viewed it as an upset. Sam Levine himself said, we have to stop calling this an upset. And I agree with that. She is one of the toughest competitors in the game. I watched all of her matches to prep. She has no visible weaknesses. And a lot of this game just boils down to luck. You know, I think people like to come into these interviews, talk up a big game, talk strategy. But either you get questions you know, or you don't. I got the wheel slice I wanted today. And my one steal opportunity was a terrible movie that I unfortunately bought all of the action figures for months before it came out. So those names are forever seared into my my brain with buyer's remorse. Sometimes wow. it happens like that. What topless Gucci, what did you have? What were you about to say? No, I'm saying, you know, I thought we just owned the summer, but it looks like we're owning every season, you know, and the winter's upon us too. And uh, we're going to take that one as well. Like I said, we've got some threatening oil levels here. I mean, we're rounding in the form at the right time. Mm-hmm. When you sit back, and get hot at the right time, you could see people win championships. San Francisco Giants done it uh, numerous times. Uh, the Atlanta Braves are playing really well right now until yesterday. But I mean, you get hot, you stay hot. We're gonna try to ride this wave right to the finals. And like we were saying earlier, you know, knocking people out of tournaments left and right, minus wanting people, putting people on the shelf for the season is the key to success here. Now, we plan on having at least three title matches come spectacular, which would give us uh, a fantastic shot at winning. But if we're taking out the suspects, they, you know, eventually they'll have nobody in spectacular. The rock stars, well, I know she's your friend, but she's never, she's done the, the, the moment the season started. Swag will not have anybody either. So it's only going to come down to a couple of people. Hopefully we can eliminate everybody who is, uh, you know, has more faction points right now. So the opportunity for us to win is a lot easier. Not that we need it, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you, your team is doing quite well, Gucci. And I think you've been projecting this from the beginning. You've had a rookie squad that has really shown out, including Griffin Newman right here. But Newman, I want to talk about what's next. You got, you're a rookie, but you've made yourself known uh, quite fiercely. Now you're 5-0, and and, but you're taking on someone who has been known for quite some time now. It's Bibiani. How are you feeling about that? Uh, look, my secret, I'm like a Mark Ruffalo Hulk, you know? They ask him, what's your secret? And he says, my secret is I'm always angry. Hmm. My secret is I'm always nervous. I am never not 
nervous. I'm nervous when I take out the garbage. I'm nervous when I go to Walgreens. I'm nervous every time I go to sleep that something might happen to me. So I'm staying steady at my perpetual level of all-consuming nerves. Look, I, I was in the free-for-all against Beast. I went toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. Mm -hmm. You're both in it, okay? I, I was going punch for punch, competitive. Then the blundening happened. Both of us got wiped. No one could have seen that coming. As far as I'm concerned, this is a rematch. And I haven't had an easy road, okay? You say I'm a rookie. My first match, Hoik. Technically a rookie, but mm. not really. That's a tough first match, okay? Then I had to go against Bancroft, the only rookie to have a perfect first game. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I just, I focus on the match at hand, and I just try to knock them out. I love that. Y'all have had strategy from the beginning. Gucci, you said that your strategy was bringing in some new blood to the team and seeing what it does, and it seemed to fare pretty well for you. But now yeah. coming into this tourney season, has any of the technique strategy changed up? No, I mean, we're sticking to the game plan. I mean, we don't we don't deviate off that. I mean, that was the goal from the get-go. Everybody bought into it, and that's just pretty much the way it is. I mean, look, I don't even know how many TKOs we have. I think it's like 13 or 14, so we're putting minus ones on a lot of teams this year, and that's going to get us where we want to be. Um, like I said earlier, and I've said this all the time, the only thing we're missing are championship matches, or this, and, and we had those. This will be a landslide. The season will be over already, but we're going to get there. And, you know, it's going to take us to the spectacular to get there. So when he's crowned champion, uh, when he beats Marisol at the end of the season, we will win Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year, Faction of the Year, Faction Group of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year. They don't even have to, don't even cast ballots because we'll win everything in a landslide. That's just the way it's going to go. And we'll go we'll down to we'll faction in the history of, of, of the Schmodown, period. We already are. But we'll have earned it because we will be icing on the cake. Daddy's strategy was not recruiting people with belts, people with championship matches in mm -hmm. their pockets, okay? Right. His strategy right. was to pick rookies and earn those point for point. I also want to say that Christian in the chat is coming at me for saying that Hoik is technically a rookie, saying he's not technically a rookie, actually, haha. <laughs> Hoik been in for three seasons. I know that. That's why I said Hoik kind of a rookie, but not really, because yeah. people were saying, oh, he's never been in singles. He played like one match. I he's love never Hoik. been in singles before. You two could definitely be lawyers rookie. for yourselves. You are the power of attorney for yourself. You just constantly use all this rookie. <laughs> Newbin, but uh, I want to talk about who you're, let's talk about belts. You just Robert mentioned Hoyt. who's bringing belts. Bibiani went on record yeah. and said that he wants revenge for Horowitz. Does that make you look at the match any bit differently um, after your win against Horowitz? Look, I'm, I'm, I will admit, I'm, I'm pretty stressed right now, okay? This season, the Schmodown has been a big financial burden on me because the longer this goes on, the better my record becomes. Uh, the inevitability that I am going to have to bring all of my pants to the tailor and ask them to adjust the belt loops so that I can fit two. It's 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 tough. It's tough. It's expensive. Yeah. It's unwieldy. Do I stack them on top of each other vertically? Do yeah. I layer them? Fashion. Do I make Do I make each loop thicker? Do I have two little loops on top of each other? I don't know. I don't know. So yes, I'm nervous about this match. I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous about winning. Yeah, I'm glad fashion is on the mind, and I hope that you get that locked down. But until then, I wish you nothing but the best, and we'll see you in the rest of tournament season. And back to you, Christian Mark at the desk.
We're just putting people on milk cartons all day long. That's all we do. These days. Technically. Missing persons. They're missing persons now. Technically rookie for singles. They're missing persons now. Well, Hoik's in He's on a milk carton. Paige, I kept hearing about a badass named Paige. And then I actually got to meet you in person today or on digitally for the first yeah. time. And I have to say everything about you is badass. And I feel like the way that you ha had this match was badass, but I want to hear from you, your thoughts, because obviously it didn't end in the dub that you'd hoped for. You know what? Sometimes the cards just don't fall your way, but Gucci is still an imbecile. Yeah. Nonsense out there. You know what? Griffin's a great competitor, so Unfortunately, I couldn't uh, make him taste those apples today, but uh, next season, Griffin, I'm coming for you is all I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, who has more championships, Boston or New York? I like to, at least in the last 20 years, it's been Boston. So from the city of champs. So I will be back. So <laughs> I'll be back Terminator style page. I don't think anyone thinks that you wouldn't be back from everything that you've given us this season. I would expect nothing less from you, but just in terms of this match specifically, round one was a little bit tough for you, but round two, you came back. What were your thoughts going through some of those? I know that you were bummed about that Tom Hanks question in, in round three. Yeah, honestly, you just gotta take it round by round. Round one was the worst round one I've ever had, but you know what? The questions sometimes just don't fall your way. Round two, I felt good with remakes and reboots. Yeah. Uh, round three, that's when it's all about taking your time, and mm -hmm. I knew the answer, I just didn't take my time. I know you knew it too, because we but, definitely covered Tom Hanks' career in our study yeah. sessions, and the problem is you do so much cramming, sometimes it gets jumbled together and uh, that's that's yeah. I think I think the the rattling uh, that happened after round one was a little tough to recover from. Uh, it's like from from right off the bat, from missing the first question in round one, and you know Paige usually starts very strong, and I think uh, as experienced and good as she is, no question about it, you know it is still her rookie season. So uh, this was unfortunately the match where a little bit of those rookie nerves might have come into play. And had it been any other match, it would be one we just shake off. Unfortunately, it was deep in a tournament. So, you know, it does knock us out of this tournament, but in no way, shape, or form does it knock Paige out of where she is in this league, which is making a name for herself and making sure that everyone, from Griffey Nooms to Bibiani to whomever knows, if you are playing Paige, bring your A game. Don't count on nerves next time, because they ain't going to happen. Yeah, I, I love what Newman had to say about you in the beginning because I feel like I felt that same way hearing about you more and more throughout this season that you really aren't just like an underdog. You really have the skill to back it up. And when you're thinking about now you're finishing the season three and two, um, how do you feel about that? You know what? I mean, ideally it would have been nice to go undefeated, but I'm proud of what I did this season. Coming in as a rookie, like you don't know what to expect. And I've tried my hardest to prove that I'm here to stay and I'm meant to be part of this league. Like the great Clark Wolf said, us women, we are the league and I am here to stay. So don't you guys, don't get miss me too much because I'll be back next season. Fiery than ever is all I'm going to say. Yes, bring the heat. Sam, I know you, you've you known that women run the league for quite some time. Right. I hear you say all the time. But mm -hmm. how are you feeling about Paige and like the impact she's made on the usual suspects this season and looking forward? 
I mean, I have said it before, and I will say it as long as I can. She is undoubtedly the MVP of our faction. Nobody studies like she does. Nobody organizes the group to study like she does. Nobody comes prepared with more questions than Paige does. And if she's not giving questions, she wants to be answering because it's all about getting better every single time for her. And that kind of dedication to this game is what every player should strive for. She is an inspiration to everyone on her faction. Definitely, Paige, you make it extremely hard not to root for you. Already have so much love for you and looking forward to everything you do next. Until next time, Mark Christian, back to you at the desk. Look, it was a hell of a season for the Boston Badass, three and two. Comes out of obscurity, you don't know who she is, where she comes from, just a fan of the thing, and winds up beating a, a former champion in Ben Bateman, getting all the way here to this round in the third round, and she comes up short against another rookie in Griffey Nooms. But as Steph said, it is something to be proud of. She had a great season. Sam, obviously, very proud of her. Sam, I think, is is very responsible for helping mold um, Paige for Betty. I mean, you can tell of how much impact Sam Levine has had on his players this year. And I think just like every other, it's funny. When you look at Sam Levine's career as a manager, um, it's similar to his career as a singles player learning the ropes trying to figure it out first and then once he got a hold of it it was look out because the impact that he had on his players this season i think is significantly different than it was last season and page for betty is an example of that that's right and 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 i agree with everything you just said but the point remains is that downtown griffey nooms was the better player at least for today and so because of that he gets to advance to not the finals of the tournament, the semifinals of the tournament against William the Beast, Bibiani. What a matchup the that matchup. is going to be. This Holy tournament crap. just keeps heaping more pressure upon these competitors with each and every round. And again, like we saw today, both of them are rookies here today. Another rookie going to face a legend of the game. How's it going to end? That's why we play the games. And we're playing the game here to find out who gets to spectacular. And we're almost there because you already have this match that just went down you got for betty and noom and that's over that's in the can nooms is going forward well the kid is going up against the barbarian that's going to happen you've got so many different damerol still in this thing um man so much and we just are getting so close to the end of it and we're going to find out who our star wars uh, competitor is going to be because nikki dimolanta part of the suspects obviously going up against goal leader part of the exchange so this rivalry ain't done yet and that's the finals there's so much to happen and what's going to happen at the end of it once we find out who's going there it's the schmodown spectacular it's december 4th and you have an opportunity to be there if you get there schmodownlive.com and if you can't be there you can be part of the patreon patreon.com slash schmodown all ten dollar tiers and up they they get it that night go ahead and get it it's going to be worth it it's going to be the pilot episode to season nine in the words of henry jones senior indiana's dad what you gonna rest now we're so close to the end we are so close to the end of season eight and what a as it has been nicknamed war it's been thus far it's only gonna get hotted hotter hotter hotted been a long shooting day kids we'll yes. see you soon on the movie trivia mode bye
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.